Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Meadowview Weekly Sermon Podcast. We're a church who seeks to grow in Christ, gather in community, and go in obedience to the Great Commission. If you have your Bibles, as we have been looking at these different themes of Advent, uh, if you'll turn with me to 1 John chapter 3. If you need a Bible, there should be a black hardback Bible there in the pew near you, uh, an ESV. And if uh, you don't have a Bible, that's, that's our gift to you. You feel free to take that today uh, as you leave. 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 through 11. This word, behold. This morning, we've come to behold the love of God. Behold Him. Now, behold's not really a word we use in our vocabulary very often anymore. Uh, probably none of you are going to open up a present this this Christmas and say, behold, you have gotten me socks and underwear for the second Christmas in a row, right? Behold, maybe today or, or this week, you'll walk into your family or your friend's house and you should just enter with, behold, I have made it to your house on time. Like, behold, it's not really a word we use a lot, but the word behold is found all throughout scripture. Behold. It means to properly see, often with metaphorical meaning, to see with the mind, to stand awe and amazed. Maybe you've, you've traveled out west and you've stood at the edge of the Grand Canyon and you were stunned with awe and amazement. Behold, there's a great hole in the ground. <laughs> behold. To behold something. Is to stand in awe and amazement, to see beyond the physical and see a spiritual that is happening. As you go through the Christmas story, there's several verses that you see where behold is used. Matthew 1, 20 through 23, but as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. In verse 9, chapter 2, verse 9, after listening to the king, they went on their way, and behold, a star that they had seen when it rose, went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. Verse 13. Now when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Rise, take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt and remain there until I tell you, for Herod is about to search for the child and destroy him, to destroy him. Verse 19. And when Herod died, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt. Behold, as Jesus came to start his earthly ministry, chapter 3, verse 16, and when Jesus was baptized, John the Baptist, immediately, and when he came up out of the water, behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. Behold, there's something greater happening here. There's something deeper than what you see with a physical eye. Behold, and as we get into 1 John 3 verse 1. One version says, Behold, I'm a little ahead there. There, behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called children of God. Therefore, the world does not know us because it did not know Him. This morning, I invite you to behold a wonderful mystery 
that we are children of God. Can I pray for us as we jump into Scripture? Father, we thank you for your word. We ask God that you speak to us. Lord, we thank you for a morning of celebration, a morning where we celebrate your birth. But God, we know what you came to do. You came to set us free. Father, let us behold the love of God. In Christ's name, amen. Behold the love of God. Behold the love of God through the Son of God. Let's read there. It says, see, or behold, what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called children of God. And so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know Him. Beloved, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet appeared. But we know that when He appears, we shall be like Him, because we shall see Him as He is. And everyone who thus hopes in Him purifies himself as he is pure. John, he gets to this point where he's writing and he just says, can you, can you get this for just a second? Behold, it's, it's amazing. Behold the love of God now. He says we are children of God now. You may not feel like that this morning. There may be some things in your life that are just wreaking havoc on you. You may feel lost. You may feel lonely. You may feel abandoned. Behold. What manner of love is this that the Father would make us children of God now? Behold. Behold the love of God that makes us children of God. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. We may not be perfected in our sight, but we are in our status. One day the love of God that makes us children of God will become the presence of God and we will be like him. Behold the love of God. As we celebrate the Christmas story, you see many characters in, in the text that say, Behold, he was there in the flesh. As we celebrate Advent, the arrival of a king, we look and we know that there will be another arrival. And we will behold a king. Behold the love of God that makes us the children of God in the presence of God. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. I like how David Platt puts it. Stop and consider who this is who promises to be with you. This is the God who spoke the world into being, the God who rules over all creation, every star in the sky, every mountain peak, every grain of sand, the sun and the moon, all the oceans and all the deserts of the earth, the God whom myriads of angels continually worship and sing praise to, the God who, whose glory is beyond our imagination and whose holiness is beyond our comprehension. This is God with us. Now, behold, what manner of love is this that he would make us children of God now? Behold, behold, he wants to be with you today. Revelation 3.20, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come to him and eat with him and he with me. We need to be reminded to behold because we are often too busy to notice what God is doing. I don't know if you're like me, but man, this time of year is busy. You've probably already got the calendar all written out. We've got to be at this house at this time and this place at this time. We're going to celebrate with these people at this time. And oh, we forgot about this side of the family. When are we going to meet with them? And have we got them a gift yet? It's so busy, right? I heard one pastor say it this way. You can't behold and be hurried at the same time. Some of us are so hurried this time of year, that we don't stop to behold the love of God that makes us children of God now.
So, church, will you stop? Will you behold the love of God? Hurry is the great enemy of the soul in our day, is what Dallas Willard says. Being busy is mostly a condition of our outer world. It is having many things to do. Being hurried is a problem of the soul. It's being so preoccupied with myself and with what myself has to do that I am no longer able to be fully present with God. Are you too busy? Are you too hurried to be fully present with God? As you celebrate Christmas, behold the love of God that takes away our sin. Let's keep reading there. Everyone who makes the practice of sinning also practices lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. You know that he appeared in order to take away sins, and in him there is no sin. No one who abides in him keeps on sinning. No one who keeps on sinning has either seen him or known him. Little children, let no one deceive you. Whoever practices righteousness is righteous as he is righteous. Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil. And the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. There's a Christmas story. Isn't it interesting that, you know, I'm going to invite you back on Christmas Eve, 5 o'clock, candlelight service. We're going to sing all the classic Christmas songs. And one of the songs we're going to sing is Silent Night. All is calm. That's about all I know. But, um, you know, we're going to celebrate this really just calm celebration. But I want you to know something. As we look at the baby laying in a manger, that calm little baby that wasn't crying according to that song, right? He was all calm. I mean, he's holy. Of course he wasn't crying. He never sinned. That, not that crying is sinning. I, I digress. Okay, so where was I going? So this baby lying there in the manger, like we celebrate this and it's all sweet. But that baby came to be a destroyer. He came to destroy the works of the devil. He came in the flesh so that we could have freedom. He came so that we could be children of God. Behold, what manner of love is this? That he not only came to make us children of God now, but he has now made us Righteous through his righteousness. Behold, the love of God that came to deliver us from evil and destroy the works of the devil. Matthew 8, 29. And behold, they cried out, What have you to do with us, O Son of God? Have you come to torment us before the time? Even the demons knew the reason Jesus came. Behold. Behold. What manner of love is this? John 1, 29. The next day, he saw Jesus, John the Baptist, coming toward him, and he said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. How did Jesus, the love of God, take away the sins of the world? Number one, he dealt with a sin problem by not having a sin problem. He didn't have a sin problem. You and I, we have a sin problem. You know that he appeared in order to take away the sins of the world. In him, there is no sin. He was the perfect sacrifice how did Jesus, the love of God, take away the sins of the world? He destroyed the works of the devil by destroying his dominion. Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil, and the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. What is the work of the devil? Sin, dominion, darkness. 
You see, the Christmas celebration is a celebration of deliverance and destruction. Jesus came to destroy sin. This Christmas, many Christians will celebrate the advent and the arrival of a Savior. Many will say Jesus is the true meaning of Christmas, but their lives will celebrate and accept its sin and live according to the works of the devil, the very thing he came to destroy. Do you see how odd that is? That we can make Christmas all about this sweet little time and never address the fact that he came to destroy the works of the devil. And for some of us, we're allowing that darkness to still reign. So as you celebrate Christmas, you celebrate saying, I want you to free me from the bondage of sin. I want you in the love of God to free me so that I can have life with you. I want to know you. Everyone who makes the practice of sinning also practices lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. You know that he appeared in order to take away sins. And in him, there is no sin. Behold the love of God that loves others through us. Last thing I want you to see, verses 10 and 11. By this it is evident who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is the one who does not love his brother. For this is the message you have heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. We should love one another. Behold the love of God that makes it evident who are the children, who the children of God are. Behold, Isaiah 43, 19. Behold, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Behold, the love of God that makes us children of God now. Behold, the love of God that takes away the dominion of the devil. Behold, the love of God that has been bestowed on you and me that we can freely give to those who are around us. It makes it evident who the children of God are. So this Christmas, will people see the love of God in your life so much that they stop and they stand in amazement and say, Behold, what manner of love is this? And you can say, It's the love of the Father. Behold the love of God. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Thanks for listening. It is our prayer that this message has helped you grow in your walk with Christ. Please subscribe to hear new sermons each week.